What is going on, COTM? Welcome to episode 14, More Patience. I know episode 13 was already about patience, but believe me, a follow-up was needed, and you'll soon find out why. Um, But along with that, we are talking about a few other things, such as the costs of your inactions, perfection, useless prayers, um, spiritual certainty, and circumstantial uncertainty, and we even talked about Pokemon and Steph Curry a little bit. So even though we're all over the place, there was one really, really, really good reason why. Um, and to follow it up, I just got to say thank you to everybody out there listening for rocking with us, supporting us, sharing with your friends. Um, for those that have given us feedback, oh my goodness, we really appreciate that. And a special shout out to the people that have reached out and have been on the interviews that we've recorded already and the ones that we will continue to record in the near future. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We truly appreciate it. So without further ado, here we go. So, so I'm just like, man, that, and that still leaves me from 11 to 5, Monday through Friday, open. With nothing to do, and still have that amount of money coming in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, geez, like there's a lot that can be done in that time frame. I just haven't been putting it to use. And so like it's like even though I do want a job where I can like kind of have a consistent paycheck, it's like if I was just consistent with my actions, I would have the consistent paycheck. Yeah. So it's like it just keeps pushing me away from accepting any type of job because it's like. Unless I get a job that's going to pay me more, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. No. And if it's going to pay me the same, but I'm working... More hours. Way more hours, then it still doesn't make sense. So it's kind of annoying that it, like, is ideal. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what to say, but... It's annoying that it's ideal. (laughs) But the, it's because I'm not doing it consistently. I'm not waking up at that time every single day. Yeah. So I'm not hitting that morning push every day. Yeah. Um, that's the hardest thing for me, man. Just waking up every morning. <clears throat> every morning. Um, consistently. Yeah. Um, it's so freaking hard. But I know it's going to get better because I'm going to keep at it. And, um, yeah. The main part is, it's like, every time I sleep in, I get convicted because I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be up Mm -hmm. in the morning, getting in my journaling with God. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, yeah, you want to choose sleep over me? That's fine. And I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I'm up late. I'm always at freaking J-Bulls. He's not going to, from May to July, he's not going to be able to kick it, like, at all. Work on anything, nothing, so... Yeah, he's going to go on shutdown mode. Just grind. Mm-hmm. Where you at in the circle maker? Did you mob and do that thing? Mm, no. <laughs> I'm still at part one. Well, part one's pretty far, though. There's a good but I've read this, change. but I read this in one in my first city. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I could be like done based on that. Yeah. Based on that uh, timing. Could have been done. Easily. There's even some of it where I had to keep rereading because I was like falling asleep. So I was like reading lines and then like, I was like, wait, 
Gotta reread that one. That was, <laughs> that was a tough one. So I guess we can just speak on imperfection. Yeah. In poor excel. Um man, I wrote a note down today from service this morning. Um can't remember the dude's name. But um Jesus was so bloody, um and so just worn out from carrying his cross that he fell and so they picked a man out of the crowd to carry his cross mm -hmm. and uh, it just hit me you know like not even Jesus could carry the weight of what he had to do um, and he fell um, so like what makes us think that we can carry our cross on our own yeah um, and carry everything that we have to do um, on our own just the logic is just not there you know we need somebody to help us through each and every day and even in those days moments through those days each and every moment like we need help man yeah we're not perfect we never will be and we're so far from perfect that if we don't realize that we need more of him, we're just going to keep running into continuous obstacles and getting frustrated by every single one of them because we're trying to confront them on our own power. And we can't. We'll never be able to do it. I see, like, you know, different um, moments of prayer different moments of reflection where you're like okay well what do I want to do what am I gonna do what can I do and you know kind of just having those thoughts and you know you pray and you ask for certain circumstances and certain opportunities and I think he gives you exactly that but he still gives it to you with an asterisk on there you know saying like Okay, you're exactly where you want it to be, but I still have something just just a little off, just uncomfortable enough to where you still need me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even from the standpoint of, you know, me getting the Chase job, and I remember before I went into the actual licensing, there was still like two weeks where I was pretty much just chilling. And I spent a lot of that time, like, <clears throat> whether it was like journaling, <clears throat> praying thinking about cotm stuff like that and once i got into the licensing situation i took everything for granted at that point you know what i'm saying it was like okay like all right well i'm here and yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying and, and no longer really dwelling and saying all right keep me focused today you know help me focus help me just concentrate on the work that i need to get done um you know what i'm saying i just took all of it all of it for granted but even then beyond that you know me being where i'm at now um which is trying to go all in on the business with uh some real estate opportunities that are coming up um, a few other things that i'm working on like well if i want to be an entrepreneur i'm exactly in I don't know, i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be right now um 
And even then when I should be relying the most on him and talking to him the most and vibing with him the most and carrying him the most throughout every little thing that I'm doing, I'm doing it the least. Um, you know, to where everything just feels so right. Like it's like, no, I'm exactly where I need to be, but I'm still not seeing like a deliverance and like a client solidifying and like, you know what I'm saying? And like little things like that. Um, but then at the same time, I'm also not putting in the amount of hours required to receive that return. Um, from a work standpoint and from a a spiritual standpoint. Um, and so I interviewed with a marketing firm two weeks ago, week and a half ago, and it was a year long program. They take you from the bottom role and work you all the way up to the top role. Um, after the first couple months, it pays pretty damn good, but it was like 65 hours um including a commute to Fremont every day. That's gross. Um and uh I was just he he had a printout and it showed the different positions. It showed the diff like the hours. He said like, the hours are gonna be the same, Monday through Saturday, ten hours a day basically. That's not gonna change. Um but the positions and the pay and the return and the responsibilities, they all change, 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 change. And um I was just looking at like what that first month and a half, two months was going to require and what I was going to be getting in return for that. And he was basically offering me the job and he was like, I mean, what's worrying you? And I was like, I mean, getting the return on the effort, like the effort and the amount of time that I'm putting in. And, um, we were talking a little bit more. I was talking, you know, I was very open about like my personal business and stuff like that. And, um, he, I th- actually, to be honest with you, the, the thing I wanted the most out of the interview and out of that situation was just feedback to see where I was at and comparing it to a big business and like a machine that's already kind of running, you know, mm-hmm. and like what I really need, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do I actually need to focus on doing and getting? Um, and so he told me that it sounds like I want to work employee hours, but I want to have ownership like reward benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like, you want to put in the amount of time of an employee of the business, but you want to have the benefits of the owner of the business. Right. He's like, you know, whether you work for me, whether you continue to do your own thing, no matter what you do, if you want to own a business or run a business, that's the amount of time that you're going to have to put in regardless. And, uh, it was, you know, really good insight because I had already known that I wasn't putting in the amount of time you know what I'm saying? And like me even going through those days of pushing things back and delaying and stalling and not driving as often as I should have, you know, to earn that money from Lyft and things like that. And I wasn't putting in it. And so I just, it was, you know, having somebody else give me feedback and saying like, that's not going to cut it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you really want to make it happen, then you're going to have to put in that time. Um, and so I think that just applies with everything, you know, especially with what we're talking about from a spiritual standpoint. Um, there was a talk that I saw Eric Thomas do, and I think he was talking to a college team or no, he was talking to an NFL team and I'm not going to say what team it was. Uh, I think it was the Detroit lions when they were like one in 15 or like something like that within the last couple of years. But he was talking to a team, 
<clears throat> and he asked them, like, oh, you know, how many of you guys wanted to make it to the league since you were in Pop Warner? And some of them raised their hands. Okay, how many from, like, flag football, like middle school, and some raised their hand? How many from high school, you know, more raised their hand? How many from college? And pretty much everybody had their hand raised. Yeah. He's like, see, the problem is that all of you guys just wanted to get to the league. You guys didn't have the mentality of you wanted to win in the league. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you wanted a championship in the league or you wanted to dominate in the league. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to get to the league. Yeah. And so I think even from the standpoint of, you know, if you go into the right to the circle, man, I haven't even read those concepts yet. Just wait, bro. <laughs> I haven't even read those concepts yet, but now I'm seeing I'm clicking it together as I'm talking right now that those prayers are not as big as they as they need to be. Um, it shouldn't be God, get me this job, get me this opportunity. It should be God, like, I want to destroy this opportunity. You know what I'm like, yeah. so that it, ha- it has to be there. Um, from one standpoint of the spiritual requirement, like the, what you're actually asking for, but from the other standpoint of what you're, embra- you're embedding in your own mind, yeah. um, so how you actually handle that situation yeah. you know because if you're having prayers like that then you're not going to go into it lackadaisically right. you know what i'm saying you're going to approach every day on fire and the lack not approaching it lackadaisical is something that he talked about later about the ten thousand hours mm-hmm. uh, how you the mastery something mm-hmm. he was like i want to apply that concept of prayer but not to necessarily say like give you a time frame of what you should be striving for right but the intensity that you need to go into it if you want to master a prayer mm-hmm. like, this is something that you're going to have to consistently do correct and to do that you need to have that intensity going into it it's not necessarily the vocabulary of what you're bringing to god the how you put it all together Mm -hmm. but it's the oomph that you put behind what you're praying for. right 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 man um and if you are if you're not asking for his intervention then what are you praying for? <laughs> wow. What a way to, what a way to put that. No, seriously. Wow. I mean, I'm not asking for him to intervene. If you're not asking for him to get involved, what are you, what are you asking for? You're asking for a situation from him that doesn't involve him? Yeah. Wow. God get me this job even though I'm not going to take you to work with me. <laughs> like, wow. you know, it's like Wow. Yeah. It, um <laughs> Oh man, I'm not going to take you to work with me. Uh um but anyways guys, we have been trying to get together and record not necessarily this episode, but just an episode um the last thing last thing we did was record the sit down with chris um we did the patience episode the day before that um and us three have not gotten together since then and i think that was like march 1st so it's been like three weeks plus now um and so it was i don't want to say that it was so difficult but because we were unable to get together and record another episode quickly um we could we could kind of tell that things were loosening a little bit 
and that it needed to be pulled back. So we changed our approach to instead of like, oh, let's get together and record another episode already. It was more along the lines of like, let's just meet back up and just kind of catch up and get back on the same page and kind of resync and reorganize and and move forward. Um, and the reason why we're speaking on imperfection is because we have been trying to make the situation perfect and make the make the message or the timing or all of it. And we try to just make it perfect and make it what it needs, what we think it needs to be. Um, no doubt that there was definitely spiritual guidance in all the things that we talked about. Um, however, there was also a piece of it that was also in there that was us, you know, trying to make that happen mm-hmm. um, instead of allowing it to happen more so. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so, you know, we've been trying to get together. We've been unable to do it thus far. Um, you know, different things kind of switching and changing in all of our lives and schedules kind of changing and uh, just little things, needed breaks, illnesses, random little things have kind of, I don't want to say have gotten the way, but has made it a little bit more difficult. Um, and we have not been able to overcome that just yet. And, uh, in process of that, you know, we're just kind of realizing that we've been trying to be perfect. Um, even from the sense of, you know, our recent post where I was talking about like, you know, we, there's a reason and da 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 da. And like, you know, us just, I don't want to say saving face, but almost us trying to seem more organized than we are, um, instead of embracing how unorthodox our situation really is. Um, you know, even, even from the standpoint of, you know, now Johnny is home in San Jose, so it should be easier because we were able to bang out episodes every week while he was in LA. Um, multiple episodes you know what i'm saying multiple episodes a week and even from the standpoint of like we should still be able to say you know what if we're not going to be able to meet fine we have to at least get on the phone yeah you know what i'm saying like at least right so um we just have been talking and we wanted to be a little bit more open and transparent with you guys on what this process is really like and um, we definitely have some other forms of content that we want to put together to also show that to you. Um, but seeing as the podcast is really the root of everything, um, you guys are going to hear it here first. So it only makes sense to just just put that out there now. Um, I think it's important for us to show that just because it's not... No. It's important for us to show that because nine times out of ten, this is what your spiritual life is going to look like. Um, Not necessarily organized, not necessarily going the way that you planned it was going to go, but are you going to stick through it and keep going down the path that you feel God's calling you down? Um, Man, I feel like I reference Chase all the time. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It's hard not to. It's hard not to. It really is. he was talking about how Judas um, betrayed him and the things that he said to the disciples after was, you know what's really going to let the world know that you are who you say you are? 
It's in the face of adversity. When you want to be angry and you want to look at the situation for what it is, for somebody betraying you and walking out um, and backstabbing you, you then show the world how it is to be what I've called you to be and what I've called you to do is love. And it's hard to love somebody who's backstabbed you, who's uh, wronged you. And that's how you know that you're my disciple. That's how the world's going to know. And Jesus' death was very, very public. And a lot of the times we try to hide the failures of not being organized and not being this, that, and the other. But if we want to walk the path that Jesus walked, we got to understand that we're going to go through some things that are going to be very public. And we're going to be um, in situations where it's not going to feel comfortable. Um, but in order to get to the other side of that, the glory, the glory to glory, we're going to have to go down and confront death. And when you confront death, and I, I'm not saying like we're going to have to confront, you know, people who lose their lives and, and be happy about it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is um, Jesus had to confront death and then turn around and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So he was showing love. And then on the other end of that, he, he still confronted death and said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. We literally have to go into the valley of the shadow of death and confront death and then tell death that I still trust you, God. I still know you have a plan for me and we're going to get through this. And I know it's really hard and I know I can't see a way out and I know it's really dark and I know this, this doesn't look like what you told me it was going to look like. So I'm going to hold on to that and I'm going to keep marching through it. That's what your spiritual life is going to be. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be an absolute battle. And the best part about what we're going through right now is that we still have a consistent 40 to 50 listeners. Like, you guys, you guys are awesome. You, you guys are out there and you're pulling something from this and that helps us continue to go, um, go forward. Of course, we're going to have our own walks with God, but nine times out of 10, God uses people to fill in gaps that he wants you to then go fill in a gap for somebody else is you saw somebody do it for you now you do it for that person and then that person's going to do it for somebody else and so on and so on if we filled a gap for you please please let us know um some people have done a, a really good job of it but um but we have 40 to 50 people who listen and definitely for damn sure not 40 to 50 people hit us up that is for sure um so please just just let us know and not in a sense that we need to know so we can like keep going but it's more of the sense of um we want to be in this together it's not this is not solely just for us um this is a community and we're stronger together than we are separate and what I think we might be uh, at fault for on our side, and I, I mean, I know for sure me, um, is that 
we have tried to make this like other podcasts. Um, mm. And it's like this isn't just a casual like, you know, saying like business and finance and like, you know, sports talk like we specifically chose to talk about the things that we don't want to talk about. Um, and I think we do a really good job of doing that. Yeah. Um, but I think with that being said, you know, even like the listeners might not even care that it's been three weeks since the new episodes come out. Um, (laughs) you know, like they might not even care. Like it might not even be that urgent, not to where they're like, Oh wow! Like they're slacking off, but to the standpoint of it's like, oh well, obviously, yeah, right. Obviously, yeah. just you know, they're they're working on things, so you know, we just kind of wait. But there's plenty of episodes to go back and listen to, yeah. and so um, you know, it's not like we've had anybody freaking out saying like, oh, when you when you guys gonna put new stuff out? <laughs> so, you know, it's not like it's been like that. But um, I just I know that from a spiritual standpoint, you know, you spend a couple weeks out of the funk and life can be so different mm-hmm. than when that period started. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? You like you literally could get that job and in 2 weeks it already be complete you're in a completely different mindset of like negativity and mm-hmm. or you know whatever. Yeah. Um so, you know, you taking 2 weeks off from spiritual things is a pretty damn big deal and i i think majority of people don't even might not even take it that seriously but it's like a huge deal um and it's just it's been exactly a year since that weekend where god sent the guy to capitola when me and lauren were there really it's been exactly a year because it was palm sunday it was the weekend before easter you know saying so it was like damn it's been exactly a year um, since he put somebody physically in front of me and since then I cannot deny or ignore or like go about my normal ways. You know what I'm saying? If I haven't talked to God for like a day, you know what I'm saying? Like not, not that like I go right into like, okay, I need to talk to him right now. Yeah. That doesn't always happen. But like I consciously am aware of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that much more often to where if it's been like, it can be that day, that one day, and it's still in that day. And I'm like, man, like, I haven't talked to God today. Yeah. And But it's like, it means something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, means it means something. something um, Maybe it didn't. Yeah. yeah. And you can, you know, even just wow. spending hours, out, even, spending moments out of his presence um, changes everything. So spending hours is even more. Spending days is even more. Spending weeks is even more. Spending months is even more. The devil walks around like a roaring lion (laughs) stalking his prey so every day that you have your back door open you just feel it oh my gosh bro like have you ever felt like when you when you you know somebody's watching you not not necessarily saying like god is watching you or the devil's watching you like all the time yeah god is always with you but i mean the feeling of when you just like don't feel protected (coughs) anymore like that like that's that's a crazy type of atmosphere to start to step into when you realize like man like not that God isn't here to protect me anymore but like I've I know like I've put other things before God today and so now like I'm in a space of 
like, man, like, I need to get back to his presence because this just doesn't feel comfortable. Right. Like, it used to. Like, I was so unaware before of how actually uncomfortable this is because I've experienced something different. Um, that physical, tangible difference is crazy to hear about people who step into encounter and they feel something. Like, they right. literally yeah. feel something. Right. I was freaking ecstatic when my dad said, like, you know what, like, wow, the Holy Spirit is here. Mm -hmm. I was like, what do, you, what do you mean? He's like, no, son, like, you don't feel it? I was yeah. like, no, yeah. like, I yeah. do. Like, I do. That's crazy. Yeah. I was just making sure you felt it because I thought I was nuts. Right. Like, I just thought, like, okay, like, maybe, like, my mind's playing tricks on me. Like, I don't actually feel something physical, do I? Mm -hmm. No. So that's just insane to feel that atmosphere shift. It's crazy. Um, shout out to Encounter. <laughs> For real. For real, shout out to Encounter, for real. Um, yeah, we were, we were going with that. But that, well, you know, so from the standpoint of when you take that amount of time off spiritually, oh, yeah. how big of a difference that makes. And, you know, I don't know, because we haven't talked to every single person that listens to the podcast, so I don't know how many people this is a Sunday service for. Mm. I don't know how many people this is like just a midweek bring me back for mm. i don't know how many people like already do more than enough to serve god and this is just cherry on top of the sunday yeah. you know this is the seventh day out of seven you know what i'm saying like so cool. I, I don't yeah. you know i don't i don't know the range but if there are people that do depend on this podcast for even just a sense of direction mm. um you know just a, a basic sense of understanding yeah. if there's people listening that need our podcast for that mm. then those people have gone three weeks, weeks without, without it you know what i'm saying and so i guess i guess you know the perfection of god's timing is that our last episode happened to be the patience episode oh wow <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know there's there, there's some uh <laughs> there's some benefits to that but um that's funny we ironically you know needed more patience after we put out the patience episode um and maybe this episode can just be called more patience um because that's that's really what it's taken um but patience from an expectation standpoint um versus where you obviously still need to work in the back end of things um and i can speak from my own standpoint from a business standpoint of wanting to do things so right um that you take too long and that you don't act wow. and you don't move um you know so e even from the standpoint of like i want to be perfect at marketing before i take on any clients like that doesn't even it doesn't even make sense no but that's what I do, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, for some people, it's not necessarily that they want to own their own business, but there's something that you want to do. There's something that you want to try. There's something that doesn't make sense logistically, but it feels right, um, that all of us have in us, I think, at one point or another. And, you know, the question is, are you going to move before you're perfect at it um or are you gonna let the cost of inaction pay, pay the toll basically 
Um, you know, and even from the standpoint, I pulled two little pieces off of here. Let me see. From in a pit bro. with the lion on a snowy day. Read it, bro. And there is a chapter in here called Guaranteed Uncertainty. Guaranteed uncertainty. And, uh, you know, just from the standpoint of yeah, um, Jesus and his presence in your life, um, faith doesn't eliminate uncertainty. It just embraces it. Yeah. Um, That's <laughs> you know, like you having Jesus in your life, he is your stability. So if he's your stability, that means your stability cannot be on the physical, tangible situation or circumstance that you're actually in because your stability should not be on that. It should be on Jesus. Right. And if your faith is uncircumstantial, then it should not change regardless of what's going on in the physical realm. Um, you know, so just because you are saved and you have a calling and you have a purpose and you have individual traits that are so specific to you, even though all those things are true and your victory is coming and it's already done, right? even though all those things are true, that doesn't mean that everything is going to go exactly how you have it planned. Yeah. Um, in fact, it is probably the exact opposite of that. Um, and I, I guess that's why, you know, so many of us worry and have so much anxiety and think so much and overanalyze before we move. Um, and that pays, that pays in, in big, big tolls. Um trying to think there was something that I had with that as well but let me see what was the title called again what guaranteed guaranteed uncertainty guaranteed uncertainty um there's a part in here he says the last time I checked the parable of the talents the reward for good work wasn't an early retirement or extended vacation the reward for good work was more work and complications are often a byproduct of a blessing. Um, and he basically then has this other section called, are we there yet? Where people feel like because they're growing and they're living with Jesus longer and they've spent more time with him that eventually they're going to gain this, spiritual sense of predictability where they'll be able to see every turn before they get to the corner, you know? Um, and he basically says, that's not true. Like you don't, that doesn't happen. Um, you know, so if part of why you want to grow with Jesus more is so that you can have a more certain situation or outcome or that he can give you the blueprint before you walk at all. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's not going to work out for you. Well, 
I mean, not that I'm trying to debate it, but there's more of like, there's a sense of me that wants to grow in God deeper and more mm -hmm. just because, um, I want to be able to walk instinctively mm -hmm. and, and be certain in my, not certain in my instinct. Cause that just sounds bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, be certain in what God is prompting me to do because he's told me to do other things. And I was just like, all right, you know what? Uh, I'll lean into it. And then it turned out to be a big blessing. And then it turned out to help somebody. And it was something that I didn't see in the beginning. And then it turned out to be something absolutely amazing in the end. And so it's more of like a building, just building blocks to faith. And I'm like, later on down the road, why wouldn't I step further into the uncertainty mm -hmm. because of what he's done for me in the past? Right. So it... It's not that I can see the turn around the corner, mm -hmm. but it's that I know this, this, that, and the other led up to this. So let me continue to give God what I owe him. And I don't have to worry about that turn on the corner. I can continue to walk straight and know that I'm going to hit every turn that I need to. If that makes sense. Right. No, absolutely. Um, it's there was like some study I read that was like we our generation even the last generation did it pretty frequently too but our generation I think changes their career path like five to seven times wow. or, or something like that yeah. um and I mean I can probably bet that most of our age has just graduated in the last two years yeah. so arguably they're still in that first First term. First term. <laughs> and so if you're going to change your mind five times, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, taking that into light and saying, like, okay, well, I want, right, like, we're trying to figure it out the first time, right? We're like, no, I want my calling and my vision and my purpose, and I want to land right on it yeah. and live in that for the rest of my days. Like, yeah, that sounds great, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. Odds yeah. are you're going to change your mind. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a bunch of different things, yeah. um, and then you'll end up finding your calling in one of those things that you thought it you didn't had no idea that it was even in there. Right. Um, yeah. But you miss that if you are so unafraid to fail mm. that you don't act. Um, it's like, would you rather succeed at the wrong thing or would you rather fail at the right thing? Um, is really something I think that we need to accept. Like it's more important to do what you want to do and what you feel and fail at it than it is for you to do the thing that you have no business doing just because, just because it pays well or it's a Monday to Friday, nine to five or because it aligns up with your degree and you know what I'm saying? Like any, any, anything along those lines. So, um, I, I think we just, need to be willing to fail, need to be willing to fall. And, um, yeah, you know, and even from the standpoint of this, you know, we needed to, you know what, it's, uh, it's not quite working how we thought, so. but that doesn't mean that God's work is not getting done. Yeah. Um, there's a piece right here where he talks about how before you even wake up, the Holy Spirit is already working for you in your favor. Uh, 
singing around you, or he's speaking over you, or something like that. I think he talked about it in the Circle Maker as well. That, like, God is so, like, dramatically for you that you can't even fathom how much he's speaking over you, speaking prosperity, victory over your life. Long before you woke up this morning, the Holy Spirit was interceding for you. And long after you go to bed tonight, the Holy Spirit will still be interceding for you. Mm-hmm. That ought to change the way we wake up and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. That ought to give us the courage to chase lions. Prelude to his uh, chase the lion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole thing is getting your mind set right to chase the lion. While you're in a pit with a lion on a snowy day, this dude is this dude's nuts, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I can't wait to read that book, man. It's my next one. Uh, should, I, should I talk about the Niner thing, man? Sure. If you want to? I don't know. I really don't. Johnny's here. Okay. That's what it is. I want to wait till Johnny's here. Um, I want to make sure that it's not coming out of me just because it's still somewhat fresh and I just want to get it out. Yeah. Or if I'm afraid that I'm going to lose it for later and just like lose the freshness of the experience. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because what's going to come out is what God wants to come out. So I'm going to save that. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I guess the, the moral of the story is to just go, to just go, um, you know, if you skip practice because you're not feeling like a hundred percent. Um, there's still, there's still growth that you would have received from even that bad practice. Mm. Um, and I think we're so afraid to look bad in front of all the kids in the cafeteria at lunch that we just watch from the side and let other people try and fail Mm. and you know see people fail and say oh yeah see that's yeah that's exactly why i didn't do that and then Mm. see people succeed and say oh damn man like good you like uh yeah you know like damn lucky bro yeah (laughs) you know like pisses me off it really does it really does because people know people know the the gifts and talents that are inside them and they just they just let it. They just let it waste away, uh, for for foolish reasons. Being afraid of the shadow of death. Literally, they're afraid of the what if. They know they want to go out and do the things that that's in their heart and that they see other people succeeding at, and they're like, man, like I could do that. Then go out and do it. Then go out and do it. 
The only reason why you're not doing it is because you're scared that you're going to fail or you're scared of looking foolish. Mm-hmm. Or a little bit of both. You're scared to fail and that's going to make you look foolish. Never going to get anywhere with that. Yeah, I mean, even uh, recently I posted on my personal Instagram pretty much announcing, like, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah. Uh, I, I need clients, so, mm-hmm. you know, I need work, but this is what I'm, this is what I'm doing. And, uh, but I've been working on it for a year, though. And that just goes back to I wanted everything to look right and be right and just appear as if I were leagues ahead of where I actually am yeah. on an experience standpoint. You know, I wanted the perfect logo so that it looked professional, so that I can run ads and have it look good and clean and have a website and yeah. things like that. And it's just like there were so many more opportunities when I just finally just put myself out there and just said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So I have a, wow. I have like, three meetings set up um for this upcoming week and i have a meeting set up tomorrow with a like graphic designer and stuff like that um so i mean you know what i'm saying all just from me posting that video and then people say oh hey like i saw that you're doing this so what does that mean or what are you doing or how can you help me right. um things like that and so i'm just like wow like you know what i'm saying and in that video I'm mar- I'm advertising that I do marketing, that I'm a business person, but I'm wearing a beanie and a track jacket and I'm kind of rocking back and forth a little bit in my chair, in my desk, in my room. It's not like a professional looking video yeah. at all, yeah. like by any means. Um, but me just saying F it and doing it you know got me the reward and the return that i was looking for and now i at least know that you know 300 plus people however many people saw it know at least they know now you know what i'm saying so um one is that it for it forces it on me and i have to remain consistent in my actions um but now I know you said it forces on you, but now in 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 a way, you put it on God, right? Because now it's like, it's like all right, okay, yeah, like I'm trusting, I'm trusting this, yeah, I'm trusting this. Yeah. So, you know, um, and I I had to give my I had to play devil's advocate and give myself the worst possible scenario, and that's that it doesn't work, right, and then that it fails, and even the the goodness in that is that this is my first experience in trying to just build a business. I know that I want to be a businessman and that I want to own and or run businesses. Yeah. Um, but from the standpoint of what we're talking about of it, you're, you know, you're calling maybe in something completely different, you know, maybe it's in a completely different business than social media marketing, but me building this business allows me to see what I need to run a business how to run a business, how to hire, how to recruit, how to talk to other people about it, how to network, how to go beyond your comfort level, how to, you know, saying all these little things that are needed in building a business or having the creativity to think of one, um, but being able to execute it, 
Um, and even from the standpoint of walking with God, like we just went back into, you know, having faith, having faith removes spiritual uncertainty, but not circumstantial uncertainty. Um, you know, so having faith and having a relationship with Christ solidifies that for you. And that's why I said at the beginning, I can't ignore it anymore. I can't avoid it anymore. I can't put it off because it's just so prevalent. And so having that gives you that spiritual certainty that you can access him at any point in time, any point in time. Um, but it doesn't guarantee that the circumstances are always going to be how you want them to be. And so if I want to be a businessman, just like if I want to be a disciple of Christ, there's going to be different ways that I'm going to have to be tested. I can't just be tested in the same way every single time. Yeah, I'm going to be tested. Whatever my main weakness is, he's going to test that way more than he tests the other things. But there's still going to be different forms of testing so that I can develop different skill sets in my walk with Christ and my relationship with Christ. Um, I take that even back to Pokemon where each Pokemon in your every Pokemon you have can only learn a max of four moves. So when you evolve and level up, you can learn a new move now, but you have to forget an old one. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's different skill sets and st- styles that you have as you kind of progress. Um, you know, Steph Curry is not going to be able to shoot and cut and do the same things the same way for the rest of his career. So he's not going to be that same threat that he is for the rest of his days. So he's going to have to adjust and he's going to have to play a more passive role. Um, but he's going to have to use more maturity and understanding of the game to navigate the rest of his team through that. You know what I'm saying? So different levels are going to require different things out of you. So you have to be tested in different ways so that you can reach those different levels and apply those different skill sets. Um, and if you're perfect, right, then there's no need for him, yeah. right? If you know it all, then there's no need um, for his wisdom. Um, and if you don't fail, then he can't help you overcome the failure. <laughs> so, which is why when you're too scared to move, good things don't happen um, because it doesn't take God's intervention for you to stay recluse in your room. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. Um, it doesn't require him at all. And therefore, <laughs> like he's, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to just be unhappy with that circumstance. Very unhappy with that circumstance. Um, so... I think another reason we don't pray bold prayers like that is because we can't see our own max like potential. Um, wow, that's good. Because it it requires a level of faith in us as well. Because mm-hmm. we're like, you know, if we pray for that thing and then God gives it to us, like, what what if I can't do it? You know. Mm-hmm. Actually, can't do it, and I fail at this. Um, or can I really do it? Like, like doubt is the biggest thing. Cause what? What if I can't do it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's doubt. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was right. Doubt is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. It's not the. 
doubt is the biggest dream killer. Because it, it'll just, it'll eat away at you when where you won't even attempt to pray those prayers. It's just something that nonchalantly goes over in goes into your soul and over your head, and you'll just never reach that depth of prayer. Um, wow, you really gotta know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by Him, because if you don't know that, like you. <laughs> You can pray all the prayers you want, but there's not going to be any intensity behind it because you're going to keep going against these things in in life and you're just going to believe that, okay, well, this is just how it is. And you're not going to go within yourself and be like, no, 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 wait a minute, Lord, your word says this. You're, this is what your word says about who I am in you. So going forward through these situations, like these situations don't have victory over me. I have these victory over these situations because this is where I want to go. And this is what you put in my heart. So tell me how I need to get through the situation. Like the intensity of that prayer is so much, so much more different than somebody coming at it as a standpoint of just like, well, you know, this is what it is. So this must be your will, Lord. So, um... Uh, I'm just grateful, and and that's the end of the prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your confidence in yourself is going to affect your prayers. Man. This is good stuff, man. This is good stuff. By the way, none of this was planned. At all. Right. None of this was planned. This is just us. Yeah, so we, we might be a little all over the place. Forgive us, but... Yeah. Um. Man. That's the beauty of it, man. That, that really is the beauty of it. That's what makes this podcast this podcast. Um, and Lord help us every time we forget... what he's actually called us to do on this platform because the moment we try to be something that we're not and be more i don't know like other podcasts or other talk shows or um other motivational speakers the moment we try to be chase the moment we try to be whatever um besides rudy johnny and jamal and then the spirit can't move through us and talk to other people and touch other people and and that's what we really want you know we want people to experience God through the things that he's talking through us and to us and he can't do that if we have a mask on because we're putting up a wall that's not going to be able to get through um, this recording to whoever's listening I think it's funny that we always kind of like assume that people don't have the issues that we have. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always think of like, oh man, these guys, these people I'd encounter, they're spiritual, bro. Like, <laughs> they don't have, like, you know, it's like, damn, like, where, where do they fall? You know, where do they yeah. fall short? Yeah. You know, and I think of like, for me, myself personally, like, okay, like, I wish I was more. I don't know if it's organized. Organized is definitely one thing, um, but just like that automatic impulse to just execute. Mm. 
you know what I'm saying? And I naturally, like, assume other people are more organized, you know what I'm saying? Because they're, like, more along the lines of a similar path that they've been walking on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. So just not as, you know, not necessarily that specific flaw, but just, you know, I think we naturally assume that other people's don't have the same problems or issues or setbacks, um, that we have. Therefore we aren't willing to talk about them. Um, you know, or maybe you guys are listening and he's like, Oh, well, I have this though and I haven't heard them talk about that problem. Um you know, so Jeez. but that doesn't mean that we may not have that problem. It just yeah. means we haven't talked about it. Right. Um maybe it takes you being vulnerable with us to pull it out of us. Of course we'll never call you out by name or any of you. Um uh, but I think that's one of the uh my favorite moments at, at Encounter is Going up at the end and, and just being there and, and praying for people who who you just you see every Sunday, every Tuesday, you see all week, and you just have no idea what they're dealing with until you actually hear them like mm-hmm. choke up before you trying to get out what they're going through. Right, and it's, it just puts it in perspective of like, man, like you just said, you think that the people on the other side of this recording. You know, because they don't say anything, that they must be perfect. Um, because uh, the person that you're sitting next to at church, you know, has a smile on their face. And they might be in worship more than you are. So they must have a better connection with God. And it's just it's just not true. It's literally, um, man, Stephen Furtick said it best. You know, we're drawing our own thought bubbles about what people are thinking about us. Or what people mm-hmm. are thinking um in other situations and we're we're tapping into our own insecurities instead of what God has called us to be oh my gosh it's trying to click it's there it's there trying to click so bad um oh my goodness it's gonna come it's gonna come (laughs) it's gonna come um click in Jesus name (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness um, from the standpoint of like, back to faith gives you spiritual certainty, but does not give you circumstantial uh, certainty. Yeah. Christians and people really diving into their faith, they don't know more than those not walking in their faith. They don't know more. They trust more. Wow. (laughs) And that is the difference. Um, They don't have any more circumstantial certainty than those not walking in their faith. Um, Because we all have a destined plan. Um, Second Timothy says he waits for everybody to be saved. Mm. So that's why it seems like things are slow. They're not. I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, so that being said is somebody walking in their faith doesn't have any more guarantees than somebody not walking in their faith because eventually they're both going to be in their faith when God's time lines it up for them. Yeah. Um, so it's not that the Christian knows more so that they're just 
positive more often and things are just perfect for them. It's just that they trust more regardless of their circumstance. When you're not walking in your faith, you don't have something to hold you down. Um, the way the reason I believe is because if you don't believe, then you're admitting that you don't have a purpose. Mm. If I don't have a God, I don't have a purpose. Mm. I was made out of sporadic eons, just randomness. You are just a part of the Big Bang's randomness if you have no God. If you have a God, you have a reason. Um, And I'd rather have a reason. I don't know about you guys, but I I would rather have a reason. Um, (laughs) So, uh, But that being said is I don't have any more circumstantial certainty than you do. Uh, I'm just willing to trust more regardless of the circumstance and that makes all the difference man um that's good that's good like that's that's even for just believers who have a hard time trusting god you know yeah you have to go back to the root why do i why do i believe wow simple black or white yeah you know saying do you have a purpose or do you not that's pretty much what you're, what you're asking yourself, yeah. you know, and that's what you're battling. And I think we get so caught up in the the big picture. We get so caught up in the chapters at the end of the book that we forget about some of the fundamentals and we don't write out and have the basic things lined up, such as why do I believe? Imagine if you just had that written on your board every day mm. and you woke up and the first thing you see is why do I believe? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? We try to pull back so many things out of just memory and what's currently on us that we neglect the things that we're not like thinking about in that particular moment. Um, so the fundamentals, like the fundamentals, why do I believe? Why start your day with? Why do I believe (laughs) that should put everything into perspective? Fire. (laughs) So I started a podcast with this guy. (laughs) The Holy Spirit was interceding before you woke up, and he is going to intercede after you fall asleep. So let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Just tie it all back together. Yeah. It's okay to be imperfect. Man. It's okay to not know. It's not okay to not trust. Mm. You have no reason to not trust. None. Because if you can't trust in him, you definitely can't trust in yourself. So you have no you have no guarantees at that point. Ah, none. Man, that's good. None. None. Get your trust game up. Get your trust game up. Mm. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> More patience. <laughs> More patience. <laughs> More patience. Coming at you with the heavy hitters. Wow. So thank you guys for staying tuned and for being patient with us. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe our episodes aren't good enough for you to harass us about putting out new ones. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I hope that's not the case, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, but thank you for accepting our imperfections as well and I can only pray that you don't take our imperfections as 
a reflection of God. Um, I'm sure we've said things wrong. I'm sure we've interpreted things wrong. But that's why in the first couple episodes, we specifically said, if we are wrong, let us know. Um, we're willing to accept that. Um, it's just a grind, guys. It's just a grind. It's going to take uh, different things at different times. It's going to hurt in different areas at different times. But our faith must remain the same. Love y'all. I'm praying for you. Um, get a prayer real quick. Yeah. Oh, man. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Um, and thank you for this moment right here. Um, Lord, I, I want to take the time to specifically pray for the, the person who is listening, he or she, right now. Um, I pray that you, you touch them in a, in a very personal way, um, and you just let them know how much you care for them, um, in this moment, um, because you're a very intentional God. And so nothing is random to you. Um, and I ask that you take their, uh, their faith and their trust and their belief in you into a deeper level that uh, is rooted solely in, in the words that you've spoken over their lives so that they can stand firm against the storms that are, are trying to toss them to and fro, Lord. Um, bring, them, bring them to a point of of stability in who you are maybe not necessarily stability in in their lives Lord because you're trying to show them something through those circumstances but um, bring them stability in you father in in who you called them to be um, because that gives them purpose and, and purpose gives them a drive that is um, is to be seen by the world um, because that's what you want from your, your children. You want us to be seen, to be a light to your world. Um, I thank you for my brother Rudy, and I thank you for my brother Johnny, Father, that uh, we can just continue to, to walk this out the way you want us to walk it, Lord. COTM is not for us, but it is for your glory. Um, so I just pray that you give us the strength to continue in the direction that you want us to go, Lord. And give us the joy, too. Uh, the joy is always nice. We like the joy. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Uh, God, I, uh, I, I want to pray for the person that's not ready yet, Father. Mm. Um, I know you don't, you don't force us into anything, but I pray that you just push that person off the cliff, Father. Yeah. So that they can see that their wings actually do work. Um, and that even if they don't, that you have a safety net to catch them with at the bottom. Um, but just push them. I, I know they're not ready and they want to figure out that last thing. And then that last thing turned into another thing and that turned into another thing. And then two weeks have gone by and they still haven't moved, but I pray that you push them father. And, uh, I just thank you for our listeners 
if this episode is you pushing them, then I thank you for that. And um, I pray that you allow us to pray bolder prayers and ask for your intervention in everything that we do. And realize that it's not enough if we're not doing that. And I thank you for your love. I thank you for your agape that we cannot fathom in any way, shape, or form. And uh, I just thank you for your grace, your grace, because we just get to wake up and have another opportunity to try to make it right again, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah.